Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A quick word to let you know that if you pledge $10 or more to the Creative Control Patreon page throughout April 2017, you will receive one Creative Control t-shirt while supplies last. I have the maroon one with my head on it and the sort of yellow one with the pizza lettering and in unisex, small, medium, large, and extra large sizes. So if you'd like to support the show and receive a small, medium, large, or extra large token of my appreciation, visit patreon.com slash Control to view the shirts and pledge $10 or more today. Thanks! Hi, I'm comedian Maz Yobrani. If you've seen any of my specials, you know that at the very beginning, I like to dance. Now, a lot of people go, Maz, what kind of dance is that? I'll tell you what kind it is. It's a Persian dance. And here I am, I'm going to show you how you dance Persian. It's very simple. All you got to do, you got to listen for the music, listen for the music. When you hear it, your eyebrows start to dance. Your eyebrows start to dance. Your shoulders start to dance. Your shoulders start to dance. Then you get the hands in, get the hands in. Screw the light bulb, screw the light bulb, screw the light bulb. Now move your body, move your body, move the hips, move the hips. Here we go, here we go. You dance a Persian. And the snap, it's a Persian snap, Persian snap, Persian snap, Persian variation, variation, variation on the snap. Variation, there you have it, oh, oh, there you have it, oh, oh, oh. That's the song, listen, I'm going to go, I'm going to show you how it's done, all right, follow me, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, Mug Jabrani! Maz Jabrani is an outspoken stand-up comedian and actor based in Los Angeles, California. A proud Iranian-American... Jabrani has made appearances on late-night TV shows, taped comedy specials for Netflix. He wrote the best-selling book, I'm Not a Terrorist, But I've Played One on TV. He starred in films like Jimmy Vestwood, American Hero, and he currently appears as a character named Foz on the CBS sitcom Superior Donuts, which just got picked up for its second season. Jabrani will be in Montreal July 12th to 27th in the year 2017, to host 19 performances of The Ethnic Show, a beloved segment at the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival. He was in Toronto recently for a show of his own, and I caught up with him for a brief chat about Donald Trump's first 100 days in office, domestic racism and racist immigrants, The Ethnic Show, and much more. Sponsored by Pizza Trocadero, The Bookshelf, and Planet Bean Coffee, this is the 315th episode of Creative Control with me, your host, Vish Khanna. What's up, Los Angeles? 
How are you guys? Ooh, I'm tired. Good night, Los Angeles. Hi, Moss. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very well. Thanks for being on the show. I, I understand you are in Canada as we're speaking? Yes, I'm in Toronto. I had a show last night and uh, doing some press today, and then I, uh, I will fly back to Los Angeles where I live. Oh, very nice. How was your show? The shows were great. We did it at the Toronto Center for Performing Arts. We did two shows, and uh, it was fantastic. The audiences were great. It's good to be in Canada uh, now, given the the political environment in America. It's nice to uh, get away and come to places where immigrants and refugees are accepted. Yeah, for the most part, that's true. <laughs> I think, relatively speaking, that's definitely true. I, you know, we've heard a lot of Americans say, well, maybe not a lot, but a frequent uh, thing that Americans were saying during, certainly during the election cycle, was that they might leave America for <laughs> Canada. Yeah, it's like, as a re- it's like so Canada became this place for, uh, that might be a refuge for disgruntled Americans. Would you ever consider moving to Canada? You know, I every time I come to the different cities, I really, I really enjoy it. Um, although I got to be honest with you, I live in Los Angeles, where it's warm like nine months out of the year. So uh, even today in Toronto, in the middle of April, uh, I, I, I'm freezing my ass off. So <laughs> I, uh, you know, uh, part of me, I enjoy visiting. I'm not sure if I would make the move. I do, I do love the country as a visitor, but. You know, it's always it's always pleasant that way. I'm sure you guys have your complaints and stuff, but you do seem like a uh, a, a nice place to live. If I ever wanted to move away from America, I'm sure it would be somewhere I would definitely consider. So your concerns are for the actual climate and less the political climate. Yeah, listen, I mean, the political climate uh, is very charged, and it's got me charged as well as an Iranian American. I'm talking about it a lot on stage. I just I just taped my uh, new Netflix special at the Kennedy Center in Washington DC and I would say a good 20 30 minutes of my act was all about Trump and and just the disaster of Trump. Um, but uh, but that said, uh, you know, your life goes on and you just got to deal with it and I think part of what's great about America and I think part of what's great about Canada as well is that we can talk about our political leaders in public we can say things and criticize them at least for the time being let's see how 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 the next couple of years go with with uh with the executive orders that trump keeps putting out you never know maybe he'll shut us down yeah i think in some cases it's quite obvious what those disasters that you're referring to might be but can you pinpoint that when you talk about your act and and what you're you've been discussing about trump because we are not even at a hundred days, as you and I are speaking right now. Uh, what what uh, what are you talking about specifically in terms of the? Because there's so many kinds of disasters. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, first of all, it's interesting because because uh, it, it feels like he's been in power for like a hundred years. Uh, it, 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 he, you know, he came in just swinging with these executive orders and. Uh, one of the ones that really got me charged was the travel ban yeah. and how they were trying to sell it to the public as for America's safety and to keep terrorists out of the country. And none of the countries that were on the travel ban had ever com- committed an act of terror in America, but yet they were trying to sell it as that. And that really upset me. And as an Iranian American, I was hearing stories of people being affected by it. Families were being torn apart. Uh, there were there were people that needed medical attention that weren't getting it. And they were just trying to downplay all that stuff. There was just no humanity to it. So 
that was a very personal one. Uh, but then every day in the news, I, I, I turn something on and, and, and I just got to shake my head. I mean, the guy has proposed a budget that is going to uh, uh, cut the Environmental Protection Agency by billions of dollars. And then he's got the balls and the gall to go out and say that he's donating $75,000 of his paycheck to the parks uh, services. Yeah. Uh, you know, basically, I'm supporting the environment. And I'm like, really, dude? You know, it's just it's just so hypocritical. Uh, or I mean, take take the bombing in Syria. He he sends a bunch of missiles into Syria to make a make a point. And uh, first of all, the way he, he he even comes to that conclusion is he gets on the news and goes, you know, I saw that the image of those people suffering from the sarin gas, and and I realized that we need to do something. And I'm sitting there going, like, dude, that those images were horrible, but you are the president of the United States. You should know that this has been going on for several years. There's hundreds of thousands of people that have been victimized by this. And he goes, yeah, I saw this video. And then that's when I decided to send these bombs. But then, of course, his policy on accepting refugees has not changed. So, I mean, there's policy, there's, there's, there's disasters galore. Every day there's something new that he brings about, whether it's environmental, whether it's uh, uh, anti-immigrant. And, 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 and by the way, uh, it's him not taking responsibility for his rhetoric as well. He, he and his supporters, a lot of times, his surrogates, they say, oh, his words, don't listen to his words. He's just saying things. Don't take him seriously. But I am taking him seriously. And our, as are other people, he's really emboldened a lot of racists. He's emboldened a lot of uh, um, um, hatred, uh, hate crimes. There was a guy in Kansas who goes out and shoots two Indians yeah, and yeah. goes and claims that he shot two Iranians. I mean – it's it's he needs to take responsibility for that stuff and and I just you know the Russian scandal I mean what did happen in Russia where's your he won't show his tax returns and maybe there's nothing in there but show it and then and then he has again and then he comes and 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 says uh, someone should investigate um, who was funding the protests against my uh, taxes yeah. and it's like it's like dude the whole country's been asking for this stuff. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a daily basis. And, and really I actually sometimes have to tune out because, uh, it just makes me too angry. I, I've been enjoying watching, uh, uh, clips from Stephen Colbert's monologues. Those, those help me get through all this because he makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah. He's doing a great job actually. And, and yeah. as you're speaking, I, I couldn't help but think of your duality as, as an Iranian American. You, you have the right to be offended by this man and his policies on at least two levels. Do you find that you're, <laughs> are you any more offended as as an immigrant than you are an American uh, concerned about your country? Well, yeah, it's a lot of it's a little bit of everything. It's interesting because when I first of all there were there were there were a lot of immigrants who supported him. There were Iranians who voted for him, and I jokingly I say a lot of Iranians voted for him because they wanted fewer taxes and they ended up with fewer relatives. Right. Um, uh, but it's interesting because when I was criticizing him on on social media. The ones that supported him, uh, some Iranians that supported him, they would come and they would criticize me. They go, "Why are you criticizing Trump instead of criticizing the Islamic Republic of Iran that's suppressing people and this and that and doing all this stuff?" And I'm going, "Dude, I don't live in Iran, and I don't not I do not support the Islamic Republic at all. Mm -hmm. I, I know that they are an extreme." Um, government that that suppresses people's rights, and it's an obvious. That's an obvious thing. It's like I don't need to come out and say, uh, you know, uh, criticize the Islamic Republic of, of Iran because 
because I live in America and that's the country that I am living in right now. And I'm criticizing this leadership because it's my right to criticize that leadership. And I could say stuff about America, I mean about Iran, but, but first of all, um, a lot of people in the West don't even know what's going on internally in Iran. Mm-hmm. I personally don't know what's going on internally in Iran. I just know that generally speaking, I, I'm opposed to the regime. Um, and so it was interesting because you're right. There's the I consider myself more American when it comes to my politics, and, and I am offended as an American against what Trump is doing. And then as an Iranian immigrant, or just as an immigrant, I'm offended because I thought about this when they when, the way they tried to implement that travel ban. It was so poorly. Ex- Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Executed. Yeah. Um, and then they, then they turn around and they go, well... The, the Obama administration put a lot of these countries on that list. And I go, well, if they put, on, put those countries on the list, then why don't you guys correct it and take them off the list and really put on countries that may uh, have people coming that are actually dangerous or maybe don't even put countries on there but continue to uh, um, do your vetting the way you vet. I mean we have a very – already a, a hard vetting process uh, uh, of letting people immigrate to America – and and then he starts claiming extreme vetting. I've got better ways of doing it. And I just don't know. He just seems to just talk out of his ass. And and yeah, it just it just doesn't you know, I'm constantly shaking my head with this guy. And and, and the thing I thought about when the when the travel ban happened, they were turning people away at the airport and sending them back to the country that they came from. Or or I was hearing reports from um I was listening to reports on national public radio about uh, families like there was a there was a Syrian refugee family that was living in a refugee camp. I think somewhere, maybe it was in Kenya or it was in or it was in Jordan or something. And they had been vetted, and it was a family. Yeah. And they'd and they'd sold all of their belongings in preparation to come to America, and then had been told last minute you can't come to America. Mm-hmm. And I thought about myself. I go, listen, I came to America. I was six years old, and I thought, wow, what if what if I landed at, at JFK and they told me and my family you can't come in. You got to go back. And we had to go back to the revolution and an oppressive regime and just the trauma that that would cause my family and me as a kid and my parents. And it was really personal. And so, yeah, as an immigrant, I think I'm offended. So I'm, I'm offended as an immigrant. I'm offended as an, as an American. And I'm offended as a human being. Yeah. Uh, you know, so there's a lot of offensiveness going on here. Well, you know, it's you invoked uh, Barack Obama there uh, yeah. as you were speaking. And it, it made me think about the fact that Weirdly, since Trump has come into the public sphere more, uh, running for president, now he's president, 
there is a more overt form of racism going on among, as you say, immigrants even, you know, people who should kn- probably should know better and have empathy. But I'm there's this train of thought that maybe this is good, that it's all out in the open uh, in America. Does does America feel any more racist to you now than it was, say, when, when Obama was president? I think, listen, racism has always existed. And I think a big part of racism is people not knowing others. Um, I, 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 I think that human stories and I think that humans change other humans' minds. So it's hard for someone in the middle of America to hate Syrian refugees if they have befriend, befriended some Syrians and yeah. they go, oh, these guys were just normal people trying to live their lives. It's so easy to just watch Fox News and demonize the whole culture and go, oh, they're all trying to out to get us. They're not out to get us. I mean, it really, really what, the, what the people of the Middle East want from Americans is for Americans to go to the Middle East and spend money in those countries. Yeah. I mean, that's what you know, any country wants. And so um, the racism has existed. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily a good thing that, oh, now I know who the racists are. I think that we, you know, we knew it was there. I think that Barack Obama becoming president actually started amping it up even more. Yeah. Um, there's definitely people can make arguments that, that, that even people in Congress were making racist statements and saying, oh, we're not going to pass a single law that this guy tries to pass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mitch McConnell, I think, said that famously. Yeah. Um, so that, I think, amped up the racism. I think people, some people were probably upset at having a black president. Um, and now with this guy coming out and saying the things he says, I mean, there's just so much, <laughs> there's just so much that they try to hide as uh, patriotism. I mean, the fact that that Trump gets away with claiming that Obama is not uh, American and that he is Muslim and that he wasn't born in America, and then later on he comes and says, "Oh no, uh, you know, he he was obviously convinced to take that back at, at one point during the campaign," and then he blames Hillary Clinton for starting it. He goes, "She started it, and I just I I just ended it by by claiming that." Uh, you know he is American. I mean that's just that's just racist. Why is it that the all the other white presidents that you know pe- white men that became president of the United States were never asked to uh, uh, present a long form birth certificate? Yeah, it's just you know. So that's just that's racism. That, you know. Uh, so I don't know if it's a good thing that it's out. I actually think that it's it's a it's a sad thing that some of these people that are racist feel that oh because my president is saying these things now you know people go like oh it's a different administration now you know trump is president you, you see clips of people you know saying racist stuff there was some lady there was some guy in a car i think in new york yelling at some like what looked like an immigrant in a car yeah and he was saying things like you know trump is president you know you you know they, they've become emboldened yeah that's and, right. yeah and i don't think that's a good thing i think that these guys are are stupid idiots and 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 i wish that they would that they would um, open their eyes a little bit and again realize that that these people that are here that are immigrants just want a better life, you know. Yeah. Well, it's given me pause walking down the street myself uh, as a as a racialized person. So uh, I, I hear what you're saying there. Uh, unfortunately, I wish I had more time with you, Maz, but I think we're almost done. Um, I guess very quickly, can you talk about what's coming up next? You mentioned that uh, you've got this Netflix special. I know Superior Donuts is a going concern. What else is going on? Yeah, uh, so um, the Netflix special will hopefully come out in the summer. Superior Donuts, we got a season two. Uh, so excited about that. And then I will be hosting the uh, Just for Laughs 
uh, uh, ethnic show over the summer, uh, through most of July. I'll be there. We, we have a great lineup together of people from different ethnic backgrounds and, you know, people should come check it out. Not just because uh, it won't just be only ethnic material. You know, people talk about, we talk about our ethnic backgrounds, but we also talk about being parents or husbands or wives or whoever's on the list. I mean, there's a, there's a good lineup always. The ethnic show is always a very strong show. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. I'm, so, I'm excited. And I've, and I, and I've just found out that it's uh, Canada's 150th and, and Montreal's 375th. So, uh, it's going to be a great time to be in Montreal, and um, yeah, that's the next big thing that I got coming up on the calendar. Oh, and I get to I get to give the commencement speech at UC Berkeley in May, so that'll be exciting as oh, well. Congratulations, yeah. that's great. Thanks, man. Good for Thanks. you. Yeah. Well, yeah. for more information, people can go to your site. Maybe Moz is that the yeah Mazjobrani dot com has all of my upcoming dates, and I'm also on social media on at Mazjobrani on Twitter. Instagram, Facebook, they can follow me. I update, I update those all the time, and um, and that's it. Yeah, I'm out, I'm out in the world, just uh, just living life. Well, it was really, really great to talk to you, Maz, and I wish you the best of luck with everything. Thanks for being on this show. Thanks, Vish. I appreciate that. Short and sweet chat with Maz Jabroni. Thank you, Maz, for being on this show. However, briefly, hopefully, we get to talk more sometime. If you are in the Montreal area this July for Just for Laughs. Go to the whole thing, but also uh, make a special point uh, to see uh, Maz there uh, when he's in town for the 19 performances he's doing of The Ethnic Show in July. I'm sure he'll do his own stand-up uh, at some point uh, in July as well. So there you go. This is the 315th episode of Creative Control with Vishkana, which is a podcast that I've been making for many years now and uh, it's available on all podcast platforms that you can imagine it's also now uh, on YouTube I synced it up so the episodes are going on to the uh, YouTube and uh, not many listens yet but I haven't really made a big deal of it it's just it's just the audio of the of the show anyway yeah it's everywhere you can learn more about it at vishkana.com that's my website you go to patreon.com slash creative control to make a flexible monthly donation to the podcast version of the program. Another version of the show airs every Wednesday at noon around the world at CFRU.ca or if you're in the area at CFRU 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario. And we're on Facebook and uh, we're on Twitter at Vish Creative as well. This episode would not be possible without our sponsors, of course. The finest pizzeria in Guelph, Pizza Trocadero whom you can call for pickup or delivery at 519-829-2444 or check them out TrocaderoGuelph.ca Also the bookshelf An independently owned bookstore Bar Music venue Movie theater And more That's located at 41 Quebec Street in Guelph Go to Bookshelf.ca For more info there And for the finest coffee Anywhere Try Planet Bean Freshly roasted Fair trade Certified organic coffee They have uh, Locations in Guelph Where I live But they also distribute Their coffee beans Throughout Ontario Visit PlanetBeanCoffee.com if you haven't heard, uh, the uh, Long Night with Vish Khanna TV show, uh, we made six episodes back at the beginning of, uh, or rather at the end of January, and they're finally airing six episodes of this talk show that I made with some crew and friends and really great guests. They are beginning to air on 5TV1 beginning May 1st, and we're having a little launch party in Toronto at Longboat Hall on May 3rd from 6 to 8 p.m., which is uh, the Longboat Hall is right below the Great Hall, 1087 Queen Street West. 
you're welcome to come. Come on out. Say hi. We're just going to hang out. Maybe we'll we'll do a little... Uh, actually, I'm going to do a little on-air interview. Aliyah Pabani of the Imposter podcast is going to interview me briefly just to talk about the show a little bit. Uh, and otherwise, it's just going to be a little social. So uh, check it out. And the trailer is now up on... Uh, on, on my uh, on the Creative Control Facebook page, and uh, it's circulating on uh, other things too. So yeah, Long Night with Vishkana is real. It's a real filmed TV talk show, and uh, it was a lot of fun. So I hope you will check it out. Great guests on the show, and also I'm not going to spoil it because uh, if you if you discover it on your own. Uh, the audio from those episodes will be featured on this show sometime this summer. So that's the other reason. I'll just, uh, if you discover it, you discover it, but I'm not going to spill all the beans, okay? That's it for me. Uh, Thanks for listening to this short episode of the show, and uh, back with more great episodes very soon. You have yourselves a nice weekend. If it is the weekend, if it's not, go back to work. You're slacking. I can tell. Talk to you soon. Bye for now. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.